0: Right now you can get an exclusive twenty percent off your first order at Thrivecosmetics.com slash thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics C-A-U-S E M E T I C S dot com slash thrive for twenty percent off your first order.
1: Anna Sheridan, missing for nearly six months now. That's not possible. Someone with a more vivid imagination might decide she'd pierced the veil. There's no place for ghost stories in this investigation, or any other. I need you to find me. The Sheridan Dives, a serialized horror mystery podcast. Stream the complete series today on Realm and on all podcasting platforms.
2: Hey everyone, welcome to the All Dick is Trash podcast, the podcast about sex, Dating, relationships, the patriarchy, and all things in between. I'm your host, Millie Tamares, aka Millie T, aka Wack Intolerant, formerly known as Sweat Getting and Meatballs. <laughs> and I'm in the cut, I'm in the studio with co host extraordinaire Candy
3: Haro. Candy, me. what's good? Nothing, nothing today. <laughs> <laughs> nothing today. All right. What? Except this podcast and our wonderful guest,
2: and our wonderful <laughs> guest, Sanaya. I am so excited uh, to have Sonia Barnwell here. She's amazing. She um, is this textbook definition bad bitch.
3: I'm oh, yeah, without so, a doubt. Speaking every of bad of bitches,
2: uh, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to do our, our uh, trash dick anthology. You know, we have to start off every episode sharing a story on how I came to realize all dick is trash. And the first part, let's go ahead and talk about um, this guy, this Korean guy that I used to date. And um, he was straight up from Korea. And I thought dating him would be different because he, like, literally came to Korea four months before we dated. And, uh, but you know what? The thing about trash is that it transcends all continents, countries, cultures, languages. So every time we would have sex, me and this guy, he would always complain about wearing a condom i can't feel anything i can't this i i mean you know and i remember one time he was um we were having sex and then after he came my dude like was on top of me completely just fell asleep on me like 100 percent fell asleep like <laughs> snoring and everything in my ear and at first it's like cute you're like oh but then you're like yo get off and I like pushed him over and rolled over and my dog still had the condom on and he was knocked out. And I was like, uh, I was like trying to, I'm like, yo, yo, like, Hey, Hey, hey. he would knock it up for nothing. And I like had to get up, take the condom off his dick and throw it in the trash. And that's why I'm like, yo, for all this shit that you gave me for wearing a condom, you didn't even feel that it was on. Like, after like, fuck you, dude. Like. Seriously, you suck. And that's when I figured out all dick is trash. uh <laughs> Volume 85. <laughs> so, speaking of trash, I think we have a trash dick confession.
3: We do. We do. I was on a second date with this guy. He had already asked me to go out to go on a weekend vacation with him at this point. Fucking weird. We're having sex for a whole three minutes when he finishes. We're cuddling, and I ask him to finish me if we can go again. He said he's feeling tired. Okay, fine. I say, that's okay. Let's just go to sleep. And then maybe with no hesitation, this fool comes at me with, you know, I think we should see each other casually. Um, Reminder, second date already wants to go on a weekend vacation. I'm fucking dumbfounded. Not only did he act like he was trying to wife me up on the first date, then he can't even fuck. And now he's trying to push me away. What? (laughs) So I say, okay, I'm leaving. He begs. And I mean, like, not letting go of my arm he says he wants to talk about it he says i'm sorry he pleads please don't go i get dressed he runs after me stops me in the lobby of his place he tells me not to go he wants to talk i yell at him to leave me alone and that i'm giving him what he wants he texts me the next morning to see if i got home safe i texted him i died that's really trash dick that's trash Trash that comes in two seconds and then like give you mixed trash and mixed signal it just
2: shows that you really have to know what you want because i think a lot of these guys think a lot of these guys think they can have their cake and eat it too and they think that seeing you casually means like that you'll be cool with it and stuff but as soon as you they realize that it means that you're not gonna fuck with them anymore and all this shit they um they freak out and that's when they um are just like wait no please 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 and i don't know if i'm being too forgiving or vicious but i'm like i don't know like if he's if he's figuring
3: that out like maybe give him a chance
2: but at the same time i get it like it's like dude what don't the fuck don't take fu- me
3: away on a weekend on a weekend trip uh our second date yeah. and then um not come not want to touch my clit and then be like yo like this is moving too fast yeah he has no you idea fucking yeah psycho. that's like that's the nice kind that's a nice difference. guy yeah nice, nice difference
2: kind. between yeah. nice bitch kind that's true and yeah it's just like People need to know what they want before they get someone else wrapped up in shit. That's true.
3: Uh,
2: But yeah, for sure trash. trash. I'll dig his trash. I'll dig his trash. But you know, Uh, it's not trash. Sanaya Barnwell, our next guest. uh, (laughs) Sanaya kindly joined us after she had the most amazing birthday last night. I say birthday weekend because I showed up to the bar on Friday. (laughs) Because I thought the party was on Friday. And I was there all night. And then then I went back to the same bar. Poor thing. The next
4: night. Um <laughs> and yeah, she kindly joined us. How are you feeling? I am so hungover. It is absurd. Um when I was on the train, I was like shaking. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. But I'm I'm on the mend. I have been given alka seltzer and some Advil, and I'm guzzling seltzer water. So I'll be I'll be there. I'm 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 coming. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> well, while
2: you come. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> While you come, uh, let's just go a little bit over your background. Sure. Tanaya, you're a native New Yorker. Yes. You perform bi weekly at UCB's Lloyd Night with Dog People. Yes. And Fight Club.
4: Yes. My, that was my oh, first your old team. team. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Uh, in 2016
2: and 2018, you were that the Austin uh, Festival Pitch Competition. That's right. You were first runner up. Yep. For TV show pitches. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You got invited, to the wedding. Yeah, you girl. Party. You got invited. I
2: ain't even at the buffet. Uh, and then you're the co-host and writer for Bustle Breakdown. Yes, yes. And uh, so now we have to talk about this. You only sleep three to four hours a night.
4: Yeah, I don't sleep a lot. That's it's not it's not a good quality. Don't be like me. I I don't. I'm not one of those people that's like sleep is for the dead. No, no. dumbass hoe. I have insomnia. <laughs> no. uh, yeah. Yeah. No. I um. I I have a regular, regular, full-time job, and then I also do comedy stuff. Um, so let's say if I get out of work at like 7, and then I have a show at 8, and then a second one at 11, so on and so forth, uh, and then I do it all over again the next day.
2: Yeah. Like, I, I know that schedule, but then not being able to sleep, like, cut my last day job, the one I got fired from, fuck those people. Uh, but <laughs> I, but I, you know, I didn't want the job anyway. Um, So much better for me. Uh, But I just, it was about in the sleep industry, and it's like sleep's really fucking important i know um but i know you're 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 working on it but i'm working on it i yeah because i used to be like yeah i don't sleep and then i was like oh it's like the cause of a lot of stuff yeah
4: yeah yeah. like there's so many neurological diseases from like not getting sleep but now i've been like meditating uh, before i lay down and like that helps and then also i take a melatonin yeah so even if i don't sleep many hours like those four hours are super restorative yeah Yeah, because i'm in deep sleep so you
2: know what helps too uh putting a fan right in front of your bed oh so you breathe in the air oh like that 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 helps me like get to sleep like the the noise and then also like
4: the airflow yeah it um, really helps me i actually have a fan and i was just thinking about it. i was like could that fit on my night like on my uh nightstand i think it can
2: hey I let know. me know how that goes yeah thank
4: you um sleep aside <laughs>
2: uh yeah so you're on the all dick is trash podcast it is It is. (laughs) That's my first question. Uh, you know, I very firmly believe that all dick is trash, mm-hmm. but I want to hear uh, what you have to say and
4: <laughs> your journey. Well, first, do you think all dick is trash? Do I think all dick is trash? No, I don't think all dick is trash, but I do think like a solid 88% is. And I also think that like the bar is on the floor for men. Yes. On the motherfucking floor. Yes. Recently, uh, for my day job, I was doing a study about postpartum depression, mm-hmm. right? And like we were interviewing all the husbands of, of uh, women who've suffered with postpartum depression. Excuse me, caregivers. The female caregivers were like sisters, moms, etc. And they're like, "Oh, um, my sister had it, and I quit my job, I moved to Tennessee. I started raising her children, her two oldest while she was dealing with like all this stuff. Uh-huh. The husbands we interviewed were like, um, I realized my wife had postpartum depression. I told her to get it together." And then, uh, like, people in the back room be like, oh, uh, he's so loving, he's so caring. It's like, no, he isn't. He never left he her sucks. the whole time. Oh, right? It's like,
2: ugh. The oh. bar's on the floor. The bar, yeah, on the floor. Yeah, so when I, <laughs> I say all dick out. is trash, I'm like, addressing. When I say all dick is trash, I guess to me, it just means, like, like, of course I don't believe that all <laughs> dick <laughs> is, like, you know, but it's just easier. It's kind of like, um... When black people complain about cops, yes, and they're like, "Police kill," you know what I mean? Stop killing us. We, yes, it's like if you, you know, if you like try to say, "Well, okay, not all cops," like Jed is good in this. Like it kind of removes, sure, the system, sure, sure, sure. and the accountability. You know sure. what I mean? So I it's like
4: 100 understand.
2: And yeah, like I feel like that's like things that turn people off is like, oh, what well, you're saying all day, and you know, like. Nah, I feel like a them. lot of everyone
4: is trash you know what I mean <laughs> but that's just yeah. like I just think in the end men and women are socialized differently right yes like I can think about like, like the great loves of my life quote-unquote loves of my life have been women who have been my friends and taken care of me and gone you know way above and beyond and gone the distance from me right I do not have those friendships with men period yeah I, because we're socialized differently like something i think is absurd is is like if a guy gets really drunk with all his friends mm-hmm. they they'll leave him and like they'll just leave see him they don't care and they laugh yeah they like it's like oh, i don't you know whist him i don't know like how do you, how is that possible i would never hear about that or do that to a female friend you know what i'm saying but yeah, like, also too i also
2: feel like the relationship with female friends is stronger or whatever mm-hmm. but i feel like society um doesn't really like appreciate female friendship mm-hmm. or value female friendship or like we're not also socialized to to see that it's just as important yeah. as but a romantic it, relationship but it's
3: not hot that's all it is it's not hot if you're not fighting or like fucking mm-hmm. so why mm-hmm. do you, why care about your best friend and you guys are just being two soft women that are crying in the corner right, right. When like, it's like it's not, it <laughs> I, it's not even that it's not even that it's
2: like not hot it's also too like i feel like just for me You know, I'm like perpetually single and I just like always struggle with friends. Like, um, I always just like really struggle with friends of like, you know, um, bringing their boyfriends to everything and like not having like a lot, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, and sometimes it can feel like they're feeling societal pressure to, like, settle down mm. or to do in that. Or, like, they're told that, like, your man is supposed to come before your female. Fr- you know what I mean? No. And all that stuff. And, like, at times I'll just feel like a placeholder mm. for, like, oh, I'm hanging out with you because my boyfriend's out of town. Or I'm, you know what I mean? That's or like, terrible. This is like Yeah, that's yeah.
3: not okay.
2: But I feel like that's what society, I
3: don't you know, think just that's like women and men. Women,
2: I, know, I know that there's some bad friends, but I'm just saying, like, women and men are socialized differently, but we're also socialized... I think everyone's socialized differently to prioritize friendship mm. in a different way. And, like, of course you'll find people who, like, are great and genuine and whatever, but I just feel like, yeah, like,
4: you know? Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And mm-hmm. I definitely, like... For example, uh, one of my friends, she started dating this guy or whatever. He was raggedy as hell. And uh, I was, like, not seeing her in a very difficult time in my life anyway. And I told a family member about it. And they were like, well, what did you expect? She got a boyfriend. It's like, well, I was expecting my friend to still be my person. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's still my friend. Uh, But, yes, to your point, like, I do think that, like, people treat friendships specifically, like, for women in their, like, teens and 20s as, like, uh, like oh, a this transient is a yeah, yeah and then mm-hmm. like some man magical man is supposed to come and sweep you off your feet and now all of a sudden And then
2: now like fuck your friend Yeah then, like... like you know
4: And let me tell you something when that raggedy ass motherfucker leaves your ass Or cheats on you <laughs> Yeah or, or whatever. whatever Like what you gonna do? Now you ain't got nobody, dummy. Yeah. That's what... and I, <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that movie? Go I mean, that show place. Dollface
2: on, on, on Hulu? Oh, yeah. You know I watched mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. I have Candy's Hulu. Uh, <laughs> I have Candy's Hulu. But like, yeah, like, I think they just do, like, a, such a good job of, like, you know, they bring... And a lot of people think it's, like, corny or whatever, but, like, I really like... It's, like, a comedy and it's like, brings fantastical elements mm. into, like, this girl who's was dating her boyfriend for five years... And then um, he just, like, dumps her, like, really random, like, out of the blue. And then, like, they literally take her to a bus. Like, she's like, well, now you got to get on a bus. So, like, women, you got to go back to having, like, female friends. And then all the women get (laughs) off the bus. And, um, you know, they have their friends waiting for them at the station. Yeah. And then the girl's like, where are my friends? And they're like, oh, it looks like your friendship expired. And then it's like, what? And it's like, yeah, you didn't really like show up to any of their shit. You didn't really, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're not going to come get you. Mm. Like But they, they did it in a way to, like, show. That's interesting. Th- it's yeah. like, yeah. And it's just like,
3: I mean. <laughs> Wait, what are the what are the stops on the bus was rebound. Some girl's freaking out. Like, get me off, give get me, me off. off. And she runs into, like, this, like, really basic-ass dude's arms. And it's like, cool. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my exactly. God. She's like, I
2: can't go back. I can't go <laughs> That's back. That's yeah. so funny. But it's like, yeah, this idea. I really liked how they showed that idea of, like, you know, if you don't cultivate these friendships, mm-hmm.
3: no one's gonna pick you up from the bus station. Right, right. Um That's a shame too, that you have to think about friendship in that way, like who's gonna have my back? Like yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. shame that like I guess I don't know, it's this weird kind of s- selfishness where you, you just think about what
4: you wanna have instead of like cherishing what you actually can Th- yeah, have that's and what you can. Grow. Very true as well. I do think that like um Like, there are definitely times in my life where it's like, I do not want to go to my friend's thing, whatever the thing is. And then I'm like, but, you know, I love them. I want to be supportive, yada, yada, yada. But it does feel like an obligation. And, like, Mm. that's also a hard thing to kind of navigate. Because it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be selfish. But I also am very cognizant that whatever I'm about to do, I'm going to be miserable the whole time I'm there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I mean, that's tough. Like, I feel like
2: for me... um, I'm just, like, I had to start getting there to be, like, um, would this person do this for me? Mm. Would this person, like, pull all the stuff, you know what I mean? Mm. And then, like, and it it feels bad because, like, it feels weird because... we're always socialized we have all these messages that are like yeah. um you don't do things for people to do things back or like you can't like you got to do things cuz you want like right. like out of purity not because you'll get rec- you know what i mean mm-hmm. like not be like i'm going to do this for you. but then at the same time it's like yeah but like i'm not going to put all the stops for someone who's like not going to show up for me and that's right. you know what i mean right, right, right. and also too if it's close if we're close enough like like my best friend She'll say she's coming to a show, and then, like, you know, oh, I'm actually really tired, or what, you know, mm-hmm. what I, mean? I can't make it. That's fine, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, like, I know that, like, if I really want her to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like,
4: you know but yeah. it's like a give and take you know it, yeah it's so it's so funny like there's like all the it's like very conditional like yeah you gotta you know you show up for the people who show up for you and vice versa but then also you have to preserve your own like yeah. health energy, and whatever you yeah. need yeah your energy your light or whatever like it's like there's like all these like nuances to it. it's so funny yeah i try to do like super random things for my friend like for my friends rather like um like if i'm going to see someone out and they there's like a candy or something that they like and it's a rare candy. Like you don't see it at yeah. the CVS. Like I'll pick up a whole bunch of those and then keep them on my coffee table until I see them. Like I try to do little small uh, guess, gestures yeah. of yeah, like... Oh, service. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just like a little, like just so you know, okay, even if I'm not always around, I'm thinking of you and like I'm cognizant yeah, of like your small... Yeah, that's your love language. Yeah. That's yeah.
2: your acts of service. My babies. <laughs> you are totally
4: acts of service. Yeah. Because like, like everyone needs to like feel special and nice and like I think... I think specifically sometimes we all get in our heads, like, ain't nobody thinking about you. And, like, I think it's nice to know, you know what, someone is thinking about you and they love you and they want you to be happy.
2: Exactly, like cultivating. Yeah.
4: um,
3: Which is...
4: I meant to bake you cookies today, but, man, I was so hungover. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) Like I feel could, like I could speak on behalf of Millie. The fact that you showed up again the day after your birthday, like from the Bronx to Brooklyn, nah, that's no, crazy. Yeah, that's I made amazing. a commitment. I, I don't, the last amazing. time I was in the Bronx was with Millie in a <laughs> <like> <laughs> That wasn't at the ago. service where you
2: came with me to pick up my sister from the airport. Yeah. we went to the Bronx and we had a that's car so oh, we, <laughs> I couldn't get it out of the fucking parking it space it was snowing it, it might have been it was a ago. mission I posted on Facebook I'm like who wants to do a mission with me today
3: wow uh, and Candy that. said sure man. yeah but like I I was sober I was fine yeah. <laughs> I was completely healthy yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a bag of snacks <laughs> like, more like I had, yeah. I've
4: got a bowl full of uh, chicken and rice <laughs> that's so funny yeah I um, really needed some help
2: yeah <laughs> Yeah, so. Sweet angels. Senaya, like, I want to hear up? a little bit about your dating history. Oh, girl. Were you dating in <laughs> high school? I know you have some really interesting <laughs> stories about college, but I also, like, and I don't know if, you, yeah, I know col- your college stories I trip me up. Absurd. But also, college. too, like, uh and i don't want to you know put your business out there but like your biggest college story with like the that relationship yeah, you had. Yeah, if yeah. you feel like sharing that sure
4: sure sure uh but yeah i want to hear whatever you, you oh, want to share is gonna be a good for time for all of my listeners so uh there are a couple of things that you should know about me okay so when i was in college uh well, you I went, grew up in the bronx i'm first from the I'm, a, I'm from the bronx i had a real t- strong accent uh before i went to college like so it still peeks out in some words like Hazog. that's how I say. It.
2: Yeah, I feel like you have
4: a, a New York accent. It's Thank really so endearing much. and cute. Thank you so much. Uh, but it used to be wi- like I like mm-hmm. I was Mini Cardi B over here. Like it was wild. <laughs> anyway, um, so how did you to- find out about your college and where is it? Okay, my college is in Waterville, Maine. Oh. Um, I found out about it because I was 16 years old and a senior, and uh, I was going to graduate early. I was young as hell. But I needed a scholarship mm. because I grew up poor. Uh, working class, if my family is listening, because I don't want them to get offended, but we were poor. <laughs> and um, uh, so I needed a scholarship, and I, got it, I applied to a whole bunch of schools, Cornell, NYU, everywhere you know, that I could apply to. I really wanted to go to Howard, though. Oh. Um, and make a long story short, early decision, um, I had to apply for Posse, which is a scholarship. I ended up getting Posse and got uh, Colby. Uh, was going to be my posse. And, uh, yeah, they just wrote me the biggest check. I graduated from school with literally no debt. Oh, um, and amazing. then my dumb ass went and got a master's degree and then got into debt. Why the fuck I did that is <laughs> beyond me. Uh, to be honest, going back to the friendship thing, I very firmly believe that steel sharpens steel. Mm. so like if I have a fr- if I have a friend who's career oriented and is good at their job and is striving for things I feel like that makes me better mm-hmm. because I'm like oh I my friend Jessica in particular uh, she she did a post back back uh, program and then after that got into med school. Med school. She's a doctor now, like killing it. And I remember looking at her and being like, "She is so fucking dope." And I don't want to be the raggedy ass friend yeah. who's doing mm-hmm. shit with my life, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that's probably uh, a part of that steel sharpie steel belief system is probably why I went into graduate school. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so my school is in Maine. It was. Maine is one of the whitest states in the country. It's yeah. literally uh, New Hampshire and Maine. They switch off every couple of years for being the whitest states Jeez. in the country. <laughs> and uh, so I, there was literally like maybe four or five black people um, my class year. And so, like, all these white guys, like, they were interested in me, and like, I kind of had my pick of the litter. Mm-hmm. To be fair, they were probably exoticizing the hell out of me, but yeah. if they expressed it like that, I wasn't rocking with them. Yeah. But I was a savage, yeah, in college. <laughs> like I'd be like, yo, Come to my room, eat me out, bring me a pizza. And they would do it. (laughs) So fucking dumb. I wasn't even having sex with them. I would just let them eat me out and bring me a pizza or dumplings or a fucking stromboli. Or like just like the most random the most the most random snacks ever. Like
2: a stromboli. Now I remember now I remember you were like you fucking uh, <laughs> <laughs> You were saying like, yeah, yo, I used to text this guy, and be like, yo, Adam, come over to my room, mm-hmm. give me a barbecue chicken calzone, and come <laughs> eat me out, bitch.
4: Yes, and, and he came with a barbecue chicken. Calzone. Yes. So nice. how this first started? First of all, thank you for the specificity. She remembered exactly the food because <laughs> that was the funniest part about it. I tell my comedy <laughs> students, I said specificity is key yeah that it's (laughs) very true so how it first happened was i was at a dance and there was this kid named jack and he was jacked and i love a big jack juice head always have always will (laughs) and uh i was flirting with him and uh this guy adam comes up to me he's like sanaya i really like a girl i don't know what to do about it blah 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 and i'm like adam if you like someone you gotta just go for it let them know how you feel blah 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 while I'm still in the like a trio talking to Adam or talking to uh, Jack Jen. while Adam walks up, and then Adam grabs my face and starts kissing me. Oh shit! And I'm thinking to myself, Oh, now Jack and Adam are best friends. No. I'm never gonna bag Jack because he's watching me make out with his best friend right now. So Adam was like, after he kisses me, he was like, What do I need to do to make you mine? I was like, if you could find me (laughs) a calzone, (laughs) I was like, then come to Dana 114, and it's on. Now, in my head, this is Waterville, Maine. All the pizza shops are closed. It's impossible for him to find this fucking calzone. (laughs) I'm thinking, there's no way, (laughs) right? And then it's like 2.40 in the morning, and he comes into my room with a fucking calzone. Where he got this shit, Yo, to this day, I don't know. he made know. it. <laughs> <laughs> he made it himself, though. Damn. Yo. So I was like, yeah. he earned eating my box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, that, lot, that like, rocked out for, like, six months. And then I started feeling bad. I, I never slept with him. Not one time. Yo, <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, a, uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. But you told me. You ran into it. You saw him Very in the street. Y- <laughs> she saw him in the street. So he's like an investment banker or something now. And uh, I was buying wine for an office party. So I literally had like just gaggles of wine in my hand. And I ran into him in the street and he wanted to make small talk. But I just couldn't do it. I was so ashamed of the way I treated this poor man. He he probably went to therapy. Nah, they love that shit. He
3: can't eat pussy. He can't eat (laughs) cows. (laughs) <laughs> he's all
4: fucked fried up. chicken dumplings
3: he's
2: uh, <laughs> gonna bring me the most random foods
4: they don't like a nice girl they just want somebody <laughs> Yeah. Like, one time I wrote on his chest with lipstick I was bugging yo cause in the porns you know how yeah. like they do that to the women they'll put like slut on mm. their back that's what I did. Oh, he think. gets peed on now for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for He's sure. hitting me up. He's the one DMing
2: me on Tinder being like, yo, can you peg me? And I'm like, uh, you don't even know my
3: name. Like, <laughs> you, you want mean. to ask
2: me what I do for a living or something
3: before you to, come with the peg request? He does have to look you in the eye if you're pegging. My him rhetoric
4: himself. is like, at for every fuck boy that exists, they'll meet a girl like me who who gets you your payback. Yeah. <laughs> like I got your back, sis. I'm about to ruin his life for your honor. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, uh,
3: um, woman of the
4: people. Yeah, yeah. Thank thank you know so what? Thank you. Honestly,
3: thank you for your service. There's
2: something socialist about it. and I love it. <laughs>
3: there's some kind of give
2: back to the people energy that I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And I'm picking up what you're putting down tonight. So, okay, so you're getting your box eight by white guys in Maine. First of all, first of all, I just have to say, this is what Harriet Tubman was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I I couldn't even say it. The ghost of Harriet Tubman was like, Joe, bitch. The ghost of Harriet Tubman was like, you're (laughs) a (laughs) bitch. you tried it. First I got this shitty ass <laughs> reboot. Then I got fucking Nicki Minaj talking about me eating rice. Uh, and now I got this
4: dumb bitch. Oh my god, Aww. Millie. To freedom. oh uh, yeah, man. I was like really so, on one back so, in the day.
2: So you oh, yeah, had all these that. guys and then what you know what else? So then what's going on in, in uh, college?
4: Okay, so another thing, I was in a relationship for a really long time. Uh but it was like off and on. He was Low key trash and uh, or very high key trash anyway. Uh, yeah, it was high key, trash. He, he was like cheating on me and the whole bit. Uh, but I remember one summer I came back home to New York and a couple of my friends was like, Snyder, you're so jaded now, like you need to get back out there, blah blah blah. All right, so I get on um, OK Cupid. Oh, yeah, Do you guys I remember, remember? OK, Cupid? I remember mm-hmm. when OK Cupid was
2: popping, it was popping. Candy mm-hmm. met her man on OK Cupid, did yeah. you really? Yeah, that we've was. been together
4: five years. Wow, mm-hmm. see, so it works. I, know, uh, like, <laughs> I, just, I
2: wanna just get back on because dog, this shit
4: is serious. It was it was not good when I was on. And uh, anyway, it wasn't good when I was on. Oh, okay. It was <laughs> never happened. good. It was never good, good. You're, you're never good you just found the one lucky. Yeah. You know, it's always bad. Uh so I like make a profile same day. I was New York natural. Um <laughs> okay. and nice. uh cause my hair was natural, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyway, and uh so I met this guy, he was like six foot two, Ooh. he was really deep skinned, dark Caesar square head, my type of man like like lance gross looking you know you know that is he's he's not that famous anyway (laughs) um and so i like was like let's meet by the best buy on 14th street and i'm across the street at the park and he's i'm like where are you he's like i can't see you blah, blah blah he starts walking towards me and the perspective shifts so this really tall man ended up being like teeny tiny like oh he lied about his height he lied about his height in a big way he was like maybe five five like he was tiny and i had on i used to wear heels all the time i had on these long like mary j blige heels (laughs) and uh these boots that had boots rather and it was just awful anyway so he's like oh i'd love to take you for a drink and i was like ah but i'm not shallow so i but i wanted to see him in better light so i'm like let's go to the barnes and nobles and chat there we go to the Barnes and Nobles. I get a brownie and a Snapple. He does not pay for it. Oh. I know. Um, and he's talking to me, and I'm just thinking to myself, Ah, Sunaya, I really think I'm cuter. I'm cuter than this. I don't need this. I don't need this. I, I'm not sure, but I think I can. I can survive not being on this date. So then he's like, Well, you want to go to Max Brenner and like sit down and have a meal, whatever. And I was like, Yeah, sure. And then we leave the Barnes and Noble. I cross the street and I see the subway and I just take off running. Oh, shit. I, <laughs> oh, my yes, God. I high need it out there, Yo, bro. you so, bitch. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I went home and I deleted my OK Cupid and Yo. I was done with uh, <laughs> yeah, that. That's so funny. Until Tinder came in.
2: Don't lie. Just don't
3: lie. Yeah. It, uh,
4: Man, he was tiny. Yo. There's
3: no need. Just set expectations. Like, I'm sure you-
4: I would have been good with it. I would have yeah. been fine. I'm five two. Mm-hmm. I would have been fine. But it was just like in my boots, I was like towering over him. Yeah.
3: You're a liar and you can't pay for a snapple and a, oops, and a brownie. And a brownie. That brownie was probably like four dollars though.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. But I mean, if he's trying to take you to Max Brenner, <laughs> I know yeah, that shit ain't cheap.
4: That's true. Oh, Not my fond <laughs> Oh my gosh. I man, there's so many things. Okay, another time I went on a date with this guy. His name was Artemis. He was really handsome. I met him at the club. Um, he was so cute though. Artemis and, sounds like a very Bronx name. Yeah, he was he was from <laughs> he was from the Bronx. He was Dominican. I of knew course. it. Any kind of Greek name. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like, like fucking moment. weird ass.
2: <laughs> Dominican's love a weird mm-hmm. ass name.
4: <laughs> And we went to like this restaurant or whatever, and it was like by the South Street Seaport, and there was no artificial light. Everything was candlelight. And we get in there, and he's like, Why is it so dark in here? And I'm like, well, I think they're trying to set the mood. You know, it's supposed to be like a romantic restaurant. So, like, that was weird. Then we're sitting down, and, like, um, they, you know, he ordered oysters. And, you know, they give you that little oyster fork so you can get yeah. them out of the shell. He also had a side salad. He takes the oyster fork and is, like, stabbing his salad to, like, try uh. to eat the... It was weird. Mm-hmm. And then, um, it, like, I just felt like the date was not going well. So, I ordered... But a... he
2: sounds, like, very
4: hot. Yeah, he was very hot. yeah uh i i was
2: like this day like not, not going the well.
4: etiquette but
2: like not like brutal yeah like, like,
4: like brooding like yeah ah, yeah was, he sounds hot but like if you're that. if
3: you've got it if you're that dumb and you've gotten away with all this like yeah you you're hot, yeah, hot. In the you're hottest, hot as fuck amazing
4: um so i was like Huge. i'm just gonna have a soup because i didn't want to have a whole meal and like really you know draw out this whole thing mm-hmm. It was, like, the conversation was not dazzling, nothing. So I go to the bathroom. I go, I'm going to go powder my nose. I go to the bathroom. I call my friend, Olisa. I'm like, Olisa, I'm on a terrible date. I need you to call me in a couple minutes. Say something bad happened, and I'm going to get out of here. She goes, nah, I think it's funnier to leave you on the date. Yo. <laughs> Click. You think I'm a savage? My friend Olisa is wild. I love that girl. Um, so anyway, so I go back to the table. He gets real close to my face. And he goes, your nose don't look no different. And I was like, what? (laughs) This nigga's stupid. And he was like, you said you went to go powder your nose. Your nose don't look no different. Uh, And I'm just shocked. Then he orders dessert and he orders like this little chocolate bridge and he eats that shit by himself. Like he like cracks it with the side of the fork and is like eating. It It was just crazy. And I went on a second date with that weirdo. Like a dummy. No, no, no. That's what New York does to you though.
3: You're like, you know what?
4: That's a
2: rip and dip if I've heard one. yeah I didn't I didn't have sex uh, I just couldn't do it
3: someone who doesn't know what a like salad fork not even a salad fork just like what a An big oyster. fork looks yeah. like <laughs> definitely has the clap like without yeah. a doubt yeah, you saved yourself from dog. like a couple UTIs he asked <laughs> me my hair was he real uh, it's crazy he, he, doesn't you pull out. Was real? he doesn't pull out
4: he doesn't pull out it wasn't it wasn't day. of course <laughs> it <laughs> wasn't it that was day <laughs> but still you don't ask people that <laughs> yeah yeah
3: yeah fuck off, dude if it's on my head it's mine right I paid for it fuck the fuck oh what
2: about a trash thing that a guy's done to you? Because you're talking about now, you're saying like you're trash, and uh, I like, know that we know we, we mean, got that. But also, too, I want I know that I know that you didn't start out this way. I, I, I feel like something happened. Yeah. Uh.
4: Well, I got cheated. The origin, on. origin story. <laughs> yeah. My origin story. I got cheated on in college and like in high school. I was dating this kid who was just like terrible like he was dating me and he was dating this other girl oh. and he got her pregnant it was like a mess oh. um the same is true when I was also uh this is before I was in my long-term college relationship I was seeing this guy I think I was a sophomore I th- yeah because I was home sophomore summer and I worked at the movie theater and I was an old virgin this is important to yeah. say so a lot of well, my my savagery is too. like yeah a lot of my savagery is like above the pants. savagery. Yeah. Uh anyway, so I was dating this boy, his name was Steve, and I met him at the movie theater because I was the concession girl and he was like the little usher or whatever. And he was huge. He was, like, six foot four. He had braids. He had a tattoo on his, um. I don't know what this is called, like, the back of your arms that said, yeah. too swole, but swole was spelled wrong. Oh, Aww. fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah. What, so,
2: so, S-W-O.
4: I, I remember that he had to squeeze the L in. Like, they oh, went, shit. oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> not his fault.
2: <laughs> uh, his
4: fault for going to that artist. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, he he was going to be, like, a, a a journalist major or something like that, but then he dropped out of college, Mm. whatever. I knew it was, like, not going to be, like, a love. Anyway, so um, one day, Stephen is walking me home from the Parchester movie theater to my house in Soundview, and this girl is pushing a baby stroller, and she's like, Stephen, Stephen, who is this bitch, blah, blah, blah. And Stephen was like, yo, that's my ex. She's crazy as hell. Get out of here. So I start crossing the street, like, let me get out of here because this bitch is crazy as hell. I don't want, you know. But then I thought to myself, what if she's telling the truth? Mm. And Steven's lying to me. So I cross the street th- back the other way. <laughs> and I, you left the smoke yeah. and you came back. Right. So that's how she perceived it. She perceived it that I wanted to smoke. So she goes to swing at me. Me and this bitch start fist fighting, and the baby shoulder is, like, adjacent to us. You start fighting this girl? Yes. She swung at me first, though. I was defending myself as far as I'm concerned. Girl! Um, I remember. For Stephen, who can't even have <laughs> swole spelled correctly. She grabbed the, the arm of my shirt and ripped it so my whole titty was out. Yo, like bear titty? No, I had on a bra. It okay. was an orange polka dot bra. <laughs>
2: oh, embarrassing. I was a child. That's so funny. Uh, That's
4: honestly like a scene I would write it that <laughs> would be the. <laughs> like, me and this girl started fists fighting then i get home i'm like in the, i lived in a, lived in a one-bedroom apartment so i had no privacy i get in the bathtub and i'm calling my friends like yo we about to ride out on this bitch oh. like i'm pissed i'm pissed i'm pissed, pissed, pissed. she's she, calling did she kick your ass no, no 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 thank god it was like a very fair fight mm. like she got her licks in i got my licks in like it was a very <laughs> fair fight I've actually never gotten beaten up, thank yeah, God. Okay. Uh, one time someone tried to jump me, and I was very fortunate to like get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I never yeah, gotten yeah. beaten up. Anyway. So so she, your titties out? My or, titties yeah. out. I'm at the house. I the back home. home. I'm, I'm like, so pissed. I'm calling my friends. Like We about to get this. But I'm so pissed. Because uh, cause I'm still thinking maybe she is just crazy. Like She just yeah. swung on me, and I just wanted to talk to her. So then she calls me. She's calling me like four or five, six times. Yeah, in a row. I'm like, how does bitch get my number, blah, blah, blah. And she tells me the team. She's like, me and Steven been together for like six years. Oh, this shit. is his baby. I might be pregnant now. Like, mad shit. And you're fighting. Your pre- <laughs> yes. I'm like, so what? you fought a pregnant I fought a pregnant girl, <laughs> yes. In front of her child, but that's was crazy. She gave you the tea. She gave me the tea that they had been together, blah, blah, blah. She was like, he don't live with his parents because, like, all this shit and uh make a long story short me and that girl became really good friends oh my god (laughs) and for her baby shower i sent her a shit ton of clothes like yeah oh my god joanne what's up if you listening (laughs) yo that's so yeah uh, but that's what i was like is she still with steven i don't know Uh, let's hope not i hope not Mm -hmm. she was cute she didn't need this oh man well you're just fighting people in southview I did not want to fight. I really crossed the street to just be like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, because you and
2: Steven were like seeing each other. We were seeing each other. And you you slept with him and everything? No, no, no,
4: because that was before I lost my virginity Back in college, yeah. Mm. So like that was the summer right before I lost my virginity. I mean,
3: you probably weren't the first. You probably just like had to catch some heads before. And I was know. Just like, Fuck it, I'm I down. Know. <laughs> so Bad. Like, yeah. It yeah. sounded I'm like that.
4: He put that girl through so much, mm. and uh, I Perfect. think the reason he liked me is because like I was in school and like I had more going on, quote unquote. And like I think. He that probably is, saw as, like, a
2: loser, but instead of him, like... Doing better. Doing better, doing better he wants family. to latch on to someone else's doing yeah. better because they think that that's what's going to get them to get their shit together, and it's like, no. Nope. Like, it might, but, like, that's not my responsibility. Yep. Um, yeah, that's that's crazy. So there's this girl. I have, like, a weird... You know, I don't... This is, like, a sharp right or sharp left or whatever, <laughs> but, like, you know... uh everyone's like glow ups when they lose weight and stuff of like i lost 40 pounds and i'm in the gym and like especially a lot of people from my high school they're like i ate herbal life only for five years <laughs> like, and it's like yeah you're drinking powdered water like dog like yeah. you're gonna mm-hmm. lose weight Eat a sandwich you're not eating anything um but this girl like lost all this weight and posted and shit and then like she would post the most wild Facebook. Thing. She would be like to the people who jumped me in the parking lot of Target, <laughs> like over this. T- <laughs> and I'm like, first of all, bitch, if I'm losing forty pounds, I'm not gonna go lose forty pounds in the movies to fight over a guy <laughs> in a fucking parking lot at Target. Yeah, man. And th- that girl, I, th- her Facebook post would make me so sad. Yo. Because she would also be like, she was fucking a married guy. And then, like, they didn't, she didn't have a car. So her, she would be like, what? and then she got pregnant by that guy. Yeah. And then the other baby daddies calls her at home. And she's like, at least her father, like, it's like, so
4: get. Yeah, like, I, I feel like the, shit where the like, things that are, like everyone experiments when they're young and, like, is, like, fucking people they shouldn't and all that stuff. But when you live in a destabilized community in yes. particular, mm-hmm. the risk is greater, yes. right? Like, mm-hmm. a, a pregnancy for a person who, like, is, like, the fucking heir to the Lando Lakes butter yes. is different than a pregnancy, like, you know.
3: And they're probably still gonna get an abortion. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, they're that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like,
4: and, like, that's, y- like, an access. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, oh, man. But, yes. like, people have to... But
2: like in order for landlords to have money, <laughs> they need people to be destabilized and poor. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, yep. So like because if those people start getting financial dependence you know, I mean, like, again, socialism, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. but
3: those three years after high school, when everyone was getting knocked up and put it like you're like, hey, like, oh, I went to this crazy rave. Oh, hey, um, our baby daddy's crazy. Why won't they just pick up your kid? Damn.
2: Yeah, we got Miami here. It's so LA. late. <laughs> you
4: know, yeah, like, I, I had to lose
3: my accent,
2: too. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I, some people say I have an accent. I don't know now. Uh, But like people are like, oh, I could tell for you for Miami. for me. I'm like, I don't know.
4: But um yeah. Let's see. Yeah, man. Oh man, it's so funny you guys asked me what my origin story is. I feel like a villain. A hundred percent I like have adjusted to all dick being trash by being more trash. Like I'm gonna out trash you, motherfucker. I got you. And then you have to even like <laughs> take it into account like I it,
3: it's so hard for me to be partial because my whole life my mom is just like everyone's gonna fucking like do you wrong yeah. like you, you only have you like don't trust like don't trust anyone don't even trust your family members always yeah. leave the door That's open so like na, na, na. yeah so I absorb her trauma so when, when you're saying like oh, bring your boyfriend I was like nah fuck a bitch I'm not bringing anyone anywhere like it's yeah. just me yeah, until yeah, I yeah, die yeah, yeah. <laughs> which comes with it's own <laughs> set of problems but Definitely. I don't understand I'm please like talk int- to intimacy <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah please talk to someone I, yeah oh my gosh <laughs> Um, moving on. Great. (laughs) Not on this podcast. So so talking about, but now you're in a really loving, amazing relationship. I love my baby, and yeah, like it's really cute to see. So like, you you know, I'm sure things were different there, and there were some adjustments that happened. No,
4: so I will say, uh, like all of. Let me make sure this is true. I think all of my savageries ended like when I turned my tassel out of college. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm not going to treat people like this in the real world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I had always been like super duper open and honest and fun in myself. And like, you know, like when you first start dating someone, mm-hmm. it, you're not dating them, you're dating their representative. Yeah. I try my damnedest not to be that. Like, I try yeah. to just unabashedly just let it all hang out. Mm-hmm. So, even though I have given a lot of energy in myself and openness to people who didn't necessarily deserve it. Yeah. It was so easy when I met young because it was like, it, it, it wasn't like I had to let down a wall. The wall was already gone. Like I had, I had worked all that shit out way mm. before I met him. So like, that's, I feel very fortunate that it wasn't like... I hate when people are like, oh, relationship is 50-50. That's bullshit. Y'all both gotta bring your full 100 and try to make something new with that. You can't, you know? You can't just be like, oh, whatever.
2: And like, yeah, it's like the idea of like a soulmate Mm -hmm. is like stupid. Because it's not not like the soulmate is whoever you choose to give Mm -hmm. that piece of you. That's true. And it's the journey of like... Creating and loving together. It's, I love there's that. not going to be somebody that, you know, it's whoever you choose and mm-hmm. whoever you work on stuff with. Yeah. So like, yeah, like bringing your one hundred percent, like, and being like, I'm choosing you, and we're gonna. Cu-. It's all about like cultivation, which mm-hmm. I guess is like the theme of this episode Ooh. of like cultivating friendships and cultivating relationships. Yeah. And I feel like people feel. Like, f- and, and it takes work and it takes working a lot of communication of like, this is what I expect and this is what I want and this is what I need. Right. And I feel like people just expect that you're going to just show up to a situation and it's just going to be perfect and, and like the right thing. That's what, that's what the soulmate fantasy mm-hmm. is, is mm-hmm. that you're going to go and you're going to meet someone who's in their same place as you like mentally it's and in the same place, like yeah. le- level as you like with career and and it's just like, that's just not. That's not real, mm-hmm. you know? You're. It's always going to take some kind of yeah. cultivation or some kind of yeah. thing.
4: I have friends who, like, expect, like, they'll be like, I'm going to break up with him because he didn't know that when I said I was sick, I needed soup and I needed, yeah. a, you know, him to no. wash my hair and blah, blah, blah. It's like, did you tell him that's yeah. what you needed? Did you communicate? I shouldn't
2: have to tell him. Yeah, right,
4: it's well, like, then... he should just know. It's like, he's not magical, like, yeah. motherfucker, <laughs> like, you have to have yeah. realistic expectations. Yeah. I think too. I think that's it's 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 a double bind that like society has given both women and our counterparts like mm-hmm. that our people are just supposed to immediately know how to how to meet everything. Some people will, but you can't expect that of your. I think it's you know unfair. Well, it's also
2: like you give the love that you want, not the love that the other person needs. Mm. So like you you expect that, or you you know what I mean. But like that's not what they you know you're not doing shit that they want either you know what i mean like yeah early people
4: yeah early on in my relationship um so i'm like a huge like go getter like i'm you know whatever and i was on the track to be vp at my job Mm. and it was like so hard and whatever and i remember like young is a very laissez-faire person like he's very 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 chill and uh, he wanted to be a chef. And at the time, he wasn't ready to make that transition into like starting that whole process. And I was like, there's no better time than now. It's always, it's always, it's always going to be hard to make a new decision, blah, blah, blah. And I was really forceful with him about that. And at one point, he said, babe, you're not dating yourself. You yeah. can't expect me to be you. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god, you're right." Like yeah. I I didn't even realize that that's what I was doing. I thought I was being encouraging, encouraging. and blah blah. But he was like, "No. Like I I you if you want to posit possibilities, sure." But telling me what to, it's like, that's not, I'm never going to be you. And if that's what you're expecting, then this is not going to work. And I remember being like, holy shit, damn, you correct. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, and that's true. You like, are correct, yeah. sir. Yeah. That's, that's true. A, yeah,
3: that's amazing. You have a relationship where he can tell you and you mm-hmm. can, like, take it and it all. And, just, and like, resonate it. and, like, yeah, listen. Our relationship not is so fucking snap. good.
4: We never fight. We're real fucking chill, bro. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. And I feel like it comes from that
2: communication. Like, But, it, yeah, accepting it and receiving it and yeah. stuff and, yeah just knowing that like what kind of support we need. all right. So what are some red flags that you've chosen to ignore in the past? Baby?
4: <laughs> okay, red flags that I chose to ignore in the past. okay, um lack of communication or n- that's not true. Changes in the communication, mm. right? If we talk once a week, that's fine. yeah. if we talk every day. That's fine. Yeah. But if we go from talking every day to out of nowhere, starting to talk just once a week, yeah. that's a huge red flag. Yeah. Because it's anything... I think anything that is outside of your normal, and yeah. you define your normal however you want, but anything that's outside of your normal is is a huge red flag, I would say. And why do you say that? How'd you learn They're that? They're usually cheating. <laughs>
3: like... Yeah, so interesting. Yeah,
4: like if there's like a dramatic change in how they communicate to you, how they talk to you, whatever. Sign in right. Sign in the milk ain't clean, sis. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that how?
2: How did you find out that you're uh, so was cheating?
4: When I was in college, I was seeing this guy, and I loved that little fucker. And um, but we were. I was. I would say I was popular, not to be a dick, but I was popular. Again, probably because I was black and mm-hmm. it was interesting. Uh, but he was one of the other only black people at mm-hmm. my school, and he was also popular. And I remember being at parties or whatever, and and no one knew that we were together. Uh, I don't know why that was. We just it just kind of happened that way. Like we got together in the summer, so mm-hmm. when the year uh, started, whatever. Um, and I remember being at a party, and like he was in one area of the party, I was in the other, and we didn't communicate with each other at all. Mm. And I remember thinking, this is weird. I don't know why or how it's weird mm. quite yet, but this is weird. Like little things like that, like he would he would uh, text me, whatever, or call me if I was in the library and he was in the library instead of just walking up to me like little little small things, mm. whereas like literally, you know a couple of weeks before, he was always on my ass and like so like I, I would say it was just a dramatic change in how we communicated with one another. Mm. Uh, and it was because he was fucking everybody in, in their mama. Oh. uh and you know obviously didn't want me to know and didn't want them to know that i was i was the main sugar stain as mm. they say um but yeah so like <laughs> that's how i find out well he told me actually uh we had just slept together mm. and i was that's terrible literally laying down like about to go to sleep and he was like i have something to tell you and he was like i slept with another girl and i was devastated and uh he was like i started getting dressed and i was in my room yeah and he was like where are you going i was like not here i'm not going here with you yeah uh but yeah trash what you would know what he's doing now yeah he's married he married the girl that he was cheating on one of out. one of the like he cheated on me with like four girls but uh he married the last one Oh my fucking god! Yeah, 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 yeah. She looks like a duck. I don't feel oh. any bad about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, as long as she you looks don't like feel a fucking duck, that, bro. bro. Was that <laughs> now cool? it's just
2: like those are your standards. Yeah, that like what she said a car, about? All right. All right. Uh, yeah, uh huh. D- do you want to sell the car? Sure. Still?
4: So, um, okay. So that was and oh. that girl's a bitch. Fuck her. I, <laughs> that was over, and uh, I I asked him who the girl was. He wouldn't tell me. Um, But he would like stay outside of my door crying, like trying to get me back, whatever a lot of text messages I wasn't going to take him back. Then over winter break, um, obviously I live in New York, no one drives here. So all the New Yorkers would like frantically try to get a ride back to school. And uh, so this guy was driving up. His name was Ashton, and he had a van. And uh, so all the New Yorkers are like, you know, in the car singing, blah blah blah. And that little Kim song, "How Many Licks" comes on, and the lyric is, "And the black dude, I call him King Kong. He had a big ass dick and a hurricane tongue." Right? Mm-hmm. That's the lyric. This girl sitting next to me, she goes, "Oh my God, do you know what this song reminds me of? Do you know it has a huge dick?" And I'm like, "Who?" And she says his name. And then she was like, haha. And as a reflex, I was like, huh, I know. And then she was like, what? And then she turned on the light in the car and she goes, oh, you're Sanaya? And I was like, yeah. And she knew about me and like the whole bit, and she still was fucking him. Uh, Did
2: she say anything?
4: Like, see, you should have no. whooped her ass. <laughs> you should have like gotten sound view. By on then, her ass. I was so done with him. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. Like, yeah. I, I am. I don't think I'm a cold person by any stretch of the imagination. But if I said in my head that we're over, we're yeah. over. Like yeah. if I'm if I don't fuck with you I'm really not gonna fuck with you. No yeah, more.
2: and then she w- she
4: was just like yeah she was like I'm so sorry blah blah, blah. and like that girl looks like a trout he loves animal looking girls which <laughs> makes me think what animal do I look like. Um, <laughs> Probably cute, a aunt. cute animal <laughs> a very cute you like Bambi thank you. oh thank you so much yeah. Thumper oh uh, I love Thumper yeah Thumper yeah.
3: <laughs> Thumper with adorable
4: rosy cheeks yeah. and the heart of gold yeah so yeah that scene was trash oh, oh man yeah, Okay.
2: Bitch, <laughs> uh, what without naming names or venue what's been your most trash experience in comedy
4: ooh that's a good question uh, I will name names and I'll and I'll give you the venue. I was in a UCB class once mm-hmm. and uh, there was a scene where um, where the I was playing a wife and I was shitting all over my partner's outfit food like that's that that was like my love language. Right. That was the game of mm-hmm. the scene. And uh, I guess my scene partner didn't love that because at one point he, like, pinned me up against the wall and was like, well, would you like it? And I forget what it was, but it was, like, a sexual innuendo. Like, if I tickled your pickle or rocked your boat, like, one of those kind of phrases. And uh, the teacher was like, okay, maybe get your hands off of her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he did, and he was, like, back off. And then he made the guy, like, take mad steps back from me, and then we finished the scene. And at the time, I didn't really think it was that big of a deal but like as i like went home and like thought about my day i was like that was kind of wild
2: that was wild and like especially like now that you're on a bunch of teams like i feel like that kind of stuff doesn't happen it might happen with people you're comfortable with but not even No, yeah like i wouldn't even do that with you yeah yeah and senai are on an improv team together yeah
4: marquise all day marquise (laughs) um but I don't think I
2: would do that with you anyway.
4: Yeah. And like he and I did not have a rapport. We were not friends. He didn't have my phone number. Like we were not but like he, we were literally just classmates and I probably had only spoken to him like four times cuz he sat in the front mm-hmm. uh on the right-hand side and I would always sit in the back on the left. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh but yeah, that was weird. That was pretty trash. That oh my god. Yeah. Um okay.
2: Can you share <laughs> your most ridiculous TV pitch with us? Or one that you're super proud of that hasn't gotten the attention that deserves?
4: All right. Um, so I. this is a crazy one, and I'm actually working on this right now, and I want to pitch it uh, at the ATX Festival this year. Uh, hopefully I have enough time to actually give it the love and, and attention that it needs. But recently I have a friend or a friend of a friend who got married at the courthouse Mm -hmm. and she was talking about like how everything is so like organized and like next. And it's like, whatever kind of like an assembly line. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really interesting. Like I want to make a show about like the city hall, like clerks and like the, the security guards, blah, 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 who make a business out of love. Yeah, I think there's something that's really interesting about that, and I would love to write a comedy about those people. Yeah, yeah, that's
3: really
4: cool. Yeah, I haven't figured it out exactly yet. Like, who would be the the? I I got to do some intent, uh, some uh, research on like the structure of mm. who's there, but I do think that's really cool. Like, what do you do when you commodify love? Like, what mm. what are those people's lives like?
2: Yeah, it could be cool. Like. A chapel, like if it was an anthology, yeah. At each episode was a different, like what city different hall, what's co- like right. a chapel, yeah,
4: like, yeah, whatever. Something about that I think that's so interesting. That is
2: really interesting. Well,
4: yeah. I can't wait to start it. <laughs> um, you could be a really fun like bailiff, like you know, like you're letting <laughs> Next. people get you're getting no, you're getting people married off, and then like, what if the ex girlfriend comes in? She's like, I halt this wedding. You're like, like bitch, bitch, this is not TV. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it, but Bro. it is. TV. <laughs>
2: Back. that'd be funny that's so funny <laughs> well um let's do this uh we're gonna do our lightning round Ooh. so i'm just gonna ask you i'm gonna go through a list of things yes and um you're just gonna say trash or nah okay cool city island oh nah <laughs> i love city island <laughs> Maine. trash <laughs> dating apps trash
4: Daylight savings. Trash. J Lo. Trash. Beautiful. Ooh. Stunning. Great gowns. Beautiful gowns. Ooh. <laughs> the
2: fire. Cancel culture.
4: Uh, not trash. I think it's important. The My
2: Chemical Romance Tour. No, trash. <laughs> wow. I disagree with you on that one. But, you know. Um, okay, and then we'll wrap this up.
4: Wow, no, saying, I don't
2: wanna go. Um, no, we'll share one. Fond, happy memory that restored your faith in humanity. Whoa.
4: Let me think. I think I actually have quite a few touch points pretty regularly. That- when Adam got you the calzone in your- HRP. <laughs> oh my God. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Fa- Restoring my faith in humanity. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I think when I see little kids being sweet to one another, um, like I saw this video of a little girl, she's trying to dunk a basketball and she throws, she's tiny, she throws the ball and obviously it doesn't go high because she's so little and it bounces and hits her in the chin. And her brother like like bear hugs her and is like, it's okay honey, it's okay. And Aww. he's like barely sm- like taller than her so yeah. he's like trying to hold her, but he's also so tiny, like that brings me joy. And I also think, like, if you've been around teenagers at all, they're so open about sexuality yeah, and gender really inspiring. and, like, all these things. It's very inspiring. They're very cognizant of climate change. Like, all the things... When I was in college we would talk about unlearning like you you learn a, a bunch of terrible things and you don't or you participate in a bunch of terrible things patriarchy rape rape culture blah blah yeah. blah and then you have to unlearn that stuff as an adult. I think these fuckers are learning the right way so that they won't have to unlearn anything. Mm. And, and there's so many me joy. adults being like you're not learning or like, right. you need to learn this like things no that, it's like let them be man. Yeah. You know? The kids are going to be okay. The kids are going to be okay. Our generation I don't know but the yeah, kids I are going to be okay. If there's any oxygen left for them (laughs) well (laughs) not our problem thank you so much for coming thank you Uh,
2: happy listening bye thank you for listening to the all dick is trash podcast the All Dick is Trash podcast is produced by Candy Harrell and we are part of the More Banana Podcast Network. Our founder and managing producer is Kate Moldenhauer. If you would like to share an anonymous confession, email Confession at gmail.com and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at aditpodcast. And of course, you can always follow me, your host, Millie Tamaris on Twitter at Millie Tamaris. Stay classy,
1: y'all! Hello, dear stranger. I'd like to introduce you to something new. Or perhaps something very, very old. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine is a horror fantasy medical mystery following the titular monk turned traveling medical investigator. Follow Radolf as he navigates a nightmare world, in which viruses are gods and the human race are not their favored children. Steeped in history and an aesthetic that can only be described as a combination of occult academia and laboratory Judaica, the heresies of Radolf Burntwine have been described as Umberto Eco meets H.P. Lovecraft. For more information, check out the Patreon at thorb.info. But take care, dear stranger, for some truths are best left unknown.